Hi, this is James Barris. I hope you find this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed to do that. Your support is greatly appreciated. This Ramona, who's going to be uh, holding, helping hold the container this morning, one of uh, our beloved RC's retreat coordinators, um, special heart energy uh, that is helping hold this. Thank you, James. You're all set. Good morning, Sangha. Uh, thank you. <clears throat> well, here we are again. Uh, hope you had a mindful respite uh, and enjoyed your evening and being with your moment and life. Uh, I want to say a few words before we start the, uh, the sitting with instructions. <clears throat> so this is called the magic of awareness. And uh, I want to just point to one aspect of awareness that we can bring into the meditation that I think is very um, key to the whole process. In Tibetan, awareness is spoken of as being empty, like vast space, cognizant or wakeful. There's a, a consciousness that is awake in that vast space and ceaselessly responsive. It's not just knowing, but there's a, a feeling of connection and caring, and that ceaselessly responsive uh, really uh, points to the, the heart quality of um, compassion and love. I wanted to specifically talk about compassion as you're uh, going through your meditative process. And with this going to the Theravadan teachings, uh, one of the teachings that the Buddha offers, uh, which is, a, I think, a very important one for us to keep in mind, is called um, the teaching of not adding a second arrow onto our experience. He talks about the first arrow as you're sitting here and having a mind and a body or going through your life, there are difficulties in the sitting practice. Maybe the body starts hurting or the mind starts going into places that, uh, that don't support you so well or the heart uh, gets um, activated with all kinds of emotions, um, fear, worry, sadness, judgment particularly around self-judgment. Now, the first arrow is the pain of, of those initial uh, difficult experiences. Oh, ouch, my knee is hurting. Or, um, oh, wow, there's, I, I have, uh, there's, I'm really angry at something. But then he says a second arrow, the first arrow is, is, is painful enough, but the second arrow on top of that is having judgment around what your experience is. Oh, my body is just falling apart. I can't stand it. I hate my knee or whatever it is. 
or, oh, there I am, lost in loneliness again, or fear. God, when am I going to get it together? And so that second arrow is the judgment on top of the first, which actually is even more painful than the initial uh, hurt. We can be very merciless with ourselves. And so he says, don't add a second arrow. You're adding unnecessary pain and suffering on top of the initial experience. So how to do that? What is important is that you are seeing what's here and are ceaselessly responsive with kindness, not taking personally whatever you happen to be going through. Here's fear, here's sadness or loneliness, here's an ache in the body. And just as I, th I think I mentioned yesterday, um, uh, I, I did in one of the groups, if not the whole hall, if you, have a, if you had a young child who was going through a really hard time and having a meltdown, you're probably not going to say, come on, get it together, kid. You might, but uh, it, it wouldn't be so effective. What does that child need? He or she or they just need to be held and comforted so that they can come back to regulation and then be more clear and responsive. In the same way, instead of adding on that second arrow, pathetic, all of this loneliness or sadness or fear or whatever, we need to hold those feelings when they come up, particularly those feelings, the feeling at end of things, as well as being kind to our, our bodies when they give us a problem. And so I want to just share with you a couple of, uh, a, a tool, an important tool to use in the meditation when you find feelings getting stirred up, um, even before being mindful and investigating or using the RAIN process, which we'll go into um, uh, later on uh, during the retreat of recognizing and allowing and investigating and not identifying with it in a kind way. Uh, but I want to share with you um, a self-compassion practice, which probably many of you are familiar with, but it, it uh, bears repeating, and especially there are many probably who aren't familiar with it. Um, and this is a, a formula that was put together by uh, Kristen Neff and Christopher Germer, who created this mindful self-compassion program. They are meditators in our community, um, but there's many ways to do it. For, for me, many years before I decades ago, I was practicing self-compassion in my own way. When I saw myself judging and I'd be, instead of noting it, oh, judgment, there's another judgment, which was just adding more judgment onto it, I would first literally and then uh, more internally put my hand on my cheek and just note, oh, judging, judging, like, it's okay, it's okay, dear. And after a while, the tone that I was noting 
change from judging to, oh, judging, judging. And it was giving me a chance to practice compassion instead of adding that second arrow. The mindful self-compassion break exercise is another uh, very effective mm, variation of that. So I just want to share, share it with you right now in case things come up, which they usually do, and they seem a bit overwhelming for you, particularly feelings. Okay, so here's how to do it. Well, one way to do it, and you can find your own variation. Um, this is the way that I do it. Um, so first, put your hand on your heart or any other sense of touch that feels right for you. For some people, it feels better to just give yourself a hug because it might be a little bit too much, particularly if you're with others when you are with others and you need soothing. Uh, or you can put your hand, uh, your uh, head in your hand, but they suggest the heart and there's something about that, that it is uh, stimulating the vagus nerve, which is the compassion nerve and also releases oxytocin. This is a physiologically proven way to calm down the whole body, the whole system. And then they advise a few reflections, three different reflections. And you don't have to remember all of them. Maybe I'll put them on the resources for you. Uh, if you just remember this, this is, this is good enough. But the three reflections are this. First, acknowledging that it's hard right now. Oh, this is, this is a moment of suffering. Or this is hard right now. You might, as you do this, even close your eyes if, you're, if you want to get into internal feeling. This is, this is a hard moment or this is suffering. And then the second is um, suffering is part of life. Or as I say, um, I'm not alone in this. Or this is just part of being human. And I think of the millions and millions of people who are going through whatever feeling you're going through at this moment. This is part of the human experience. I'm not alone in this. This is part of life. Or this is part of being human. Whatever words resonate for you. And then the third reflection is just offering kindness. May I hold this suffering with kindness and compassion. And as you're doing that, you can get in touch with the one inside who needs comforting and the wise one that just knows just how to comfort her or him or them. And you can have a feeling of coming into wholeness where your wise aspect, the Kuan Yin in you, the Bodhisattva of compassion, or Mother Mary, or however you conceive of it, holds that hurt or frightened or uh, confused one inside. I'll just say it again. Oh, this is, this is suffering. This is hard. This is part of life. This is just part of being human. Let me hold this with kindness and compassion.
Okay, and you can open your eyes. This is for any time that whatever is happening seems to be overwhelming and you, you need to just regulate yourself and, uh, and, and take a break. If things are really um, um, not able to be handled even that way, then you can stop and just look around and regroup and take a break from the meditation if it's, if it's um, too activating. But you might try this and just comfort that, that child inside and see that you know how to do it um, most of the time. Okay, we'll get to incorporating um, feelings and emotions as a formal part of the meditation um, uh, a bit later. Uh, but for now, um, just uh, when they do come up, you can hold them and just acknowledge that they're there. Uh, Okay, so now we'll, we'll start with the, um, with the instructions. So I invite you to let yourself come into rest and connection. Find a posture you can be reasonably alert and upright. And by the way, if you, in front of the video, um, it would be appreciated both for the instructions and the and the talks, unless you have some physical uh, disability or discomfort and it's, it's impossible to sit up, um, it, please, uh, please sit up as best you can. Um, and that goes for the Dharma talks as well. Just uh, it's good to have a sense of alertness and presence for people. Uh, but find your posture right now doesn't have to be stiff, it shouldn't be stiff, but just an upright dignity like, the, like a mountain here for any changes in the weather, worthy of respect. And at the same time, a sense of ease and openness so that you can uh, relax and um, be, uh, be receptive. If there's any places of tension, you might do a quick body scan and release any places of holding that you see. And feel a connection with the earth beneath you. Feel the earth support you. And you might take a moment to feel a connection with all of us. We're all here supporting each other. And then coming back into awareness of the body once again, and uh, take a few deeper breaths, nice deep breaths and breathe in a calming energy that fills your whole being. And as you breathe out, let go, release, relax. And let the breath find its own natural rhythm. Let 
the breath breathe you. And first, becoming aware of the breath, or if you find another alternative place for your attention, whether the, the body or sensations is more supportive, then use that. Just notice the experience of sitting here and breathing or wherever you're focusing your attention. not trying to make anything happen, simply receiving the experience. Some people find it helpful to use a soft mental note to stay with the experience of breathing. See if that's supportive for you as you're breathing in, of a soft whisper in, as you're breathing out, out, or rising and falling, if you're feeling the belly or the chest, see if those words are supportive. If not, then just be with the bare experience. That's the most important thing. Maybe a whisper in the mind that points to the experience. Today, I thought we could open up the field a bit to include, in addition to the breath, the whole physical realm of experience, sensations and sounds as part of the meditation field. So let's just experiment a little bit before we fully go into silence. And let the breath recede into the background as you start to pay attention to all the other sensations in the body that are showing themselves. Vibrations, pulsings, pressure, itches, tension. You don't have to go making anything happen or look for anything. Just be here for the show in a very relaxed and interested way feeling life as it pulses through your body. Nothing to do or make happen or fix or change.
Just be here for the show. If there's so much discomfort, if that happens, that you need to change your posture, then take care of yourself when it becomes a struggle and just move mindfully. Otherwise, see if you can be here for whatever is arising. And now, once again, let the breath emerge into the foreground and let the rest of the bodily sensations move into the background. It's a kind of shifting your attention in a figure ground kind of way. It doesn't mean you aren't aware of other things. They're just in the background. You don't need to block anything out or push anything away. You just preferentially become interested in the breath. And now at this point, we're going to shift once again the awareness, this time letting the breath move into the background and open up to sounds. Maybe there are sounds where you are in your home or outside. You can hear from your home. Or maybe it's very quiet then tune into the sound of silence. Just let listening or hearing be the focus of your awareness. Just being interested, nothing to fix or change.
Okay, now once again, coming back to that primary object, the breath, or whatever yours is. And from here on, for the period, let the breath be or your primary object be a place that you can always return to whenever you're lost or gone. But when sensations or sounds call your attention, they too can be included in the meditation field and just shifting your awareness to that new experience. And perhaps there's one sensation to another, to another. You can see that impermanent nature of reality right there. Or moving from a sensation to a sound or back to the breath. Knowing whenever the mind wanders, you can bring it back quite lovingly and gently and begin again. And if feelings come up that need to be attended to, you can hold them with that compassionate attitude instead of adding a second arrow on top of it. If all of this seems like a lot to remember, it really comes down to noticing what's happening now. Letting your experience be just as it is. unless some adjustment is needed and bringing a kind, interested, relaxed attitude to this moment, one moment at a time.
Start the meditation right now. Let go of everything that's happened up until this moment. And let this be the beginning. What's happening right now?
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.